0: Hey, Graham, I know you ordered Ray Parler, Middlesbrough legend, but you got Taylor Thompson, P1 legend. So you are listening me. to the DU football show.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I figure if I'm hurting and going in through anxiety, what I have to do is lash out and hurt you. So that's what we got. Middlesbrough the, legend uh, still yeah.
2: annoys me. That particular piece brilliant. of it is fucking well, terrible.
1: Middlesbrough isn't getting promoted. True. See, there's a positive. It's going to be Lutner Coventry, you know? Good times. Let's start the show. <laughs>
3: in the land of Bowie, Maryland. bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam
4: Houston.
3: Arsenal fans have another Sam. Great the fucking Gooner Graham. The stuff of a lord. Looks great in short. Sam, Sam Graham, Sam Graham. United! United!
1: United! Hello and welcome to the DU Football Show. A completely biased recap of the English Premier League is told by two common American schmucks. I am your host, Sam Houston, across the way from me, all hung up about middle- uh Middlesbrough, right? Yeah. yeah. My co-host, Mr. Samuel Graham. I'm more hung up about Taylor being a dick. Oh, you know. That's all right. That's what P1s do, man. It's not bad. They get the bits. They gotta I lay it on you. I guess they deserve it, yeah. You know, that's how it works.
2: If they can buy a ticket, you can say whatever you want. Yeah, well,
1: <laughs> you, know? you know, I would just say, you know, it's like that uh, bottle of champagne celebrating uh, Manchester City's title. Bottled by Arsenal Football Club. <laughs> all right. Okay. <laughs> would you pay the price of admission, too? Fuck you. Well, it is, but- <laughs> partly my show so I'm allowed to do stuff Partly, well. yeah. hey normally I would just say it's my show and then you'd be like get all butthurt and be like no I'm part of the show too you, it's our oh, I show. mean you've really stretched at 33% to a <laughs> we're recording at the DU public house just outside the nation's capital you can check us out on all podcast platforms please be sure to rate, subscribe, review and share with a footballing friend should you want to chat with us there is many ways that you can Mr. Graham tell the good people how they can get in touch
2: uh, it is at D football show on all the social medias uh, and do football show at gmail.com to get in touch by email. Uh, the closed group has been fucking fire. Absolute fire. 33% does not get you 100% of the control. Okay. Yes, it does.
1: <laughs> 33% of the time. It's mine. 100% of the time. <laughs> uh, that's some producing right there. That's Look not at bad. Her-
2: I write me a pun. I got a ghost writer.
1: Hold, hold I made on. it. I made it now. Well, I'm in. Well, you don't have a ghost writer. You're a cunt. <laughs> I have a ghost writer. Come on. There is a writer strike right now, so they need to make oh. money.
4: <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I don't that,
1: have anything to pay you. Sorry.
4: Make me a scab. Sam, myself both
1: work in the wine and spirit industry and both have a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirits. So as the red-blooded Americans we are. we got to have a drink in our hand throughout this show. And every single show, little gin binge continuing. Something just you know what, not too old, not too new, right between old world and new world, and really fucking good. Um, and my wife wants more. <laughs> I'm gonna give her more because I'm a I'm a nice, loving, giving husband. Remember that. It's that we continue to bust my balls, Mister Graham. What are we drinking?
2: I thought it was because you needed stents. This is tulchun chin. <laughs> yes, I just make sure the heart society is uh well aware that they have a comrade. Uh, the J curve, baby, J curve. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is Tolton Gin. It is from Speyside, Scotland. It is imported by the Stoli, uh Group, mm-hmm. which is interesting because yep. uh, they have no other holdings in Scotland, as far as I'm aware. Yeah, uh, it is 90 proof. Um, it is a London dry gin in style. However, on uh, our taste, at least, it doesn't go as far as Tanqueray or Beef Eater in terms of juniper quality. <clears throat> But it's not as soft as Hendrix or a New World gin in terms of like Bar Hill or yeah. some of those guys. Uh, it kind of falls right in the middle, that kind of happy spot of juniper where Just it's the in, right amount of pine to it. Just it's that enjoyable, right zip. It's enjoyable, but it's not like you're biting a pine cone yeah. or a, a you know an evergreen tree. Um, it is lovely. I, I think it's fantastic, and it's an excellent price point. You're looking somewhere between twenty four ninety nine and twenty seven ninety nine on the shelf for this one. Oh, that's a fantastic yeah, price. you can't beat it. Yeah, that it, exceptional gin. I really that like it. That being said, as long as they buy a case, if they buy less than a case, you're in trouble. Yeah, then you got to. <laughs> then you're big time. Bottle
1: charges. Oh, it's bad. Somebody going to pay that bottle charge. Somebody going to get a hood a real bad. you be the <laughs> owner paying that bottle charge. Yeah, this is a, it's a lovely gin. It's nice and bright. You're like you said, not too terribly junipery, but still a good amount of citrus you know. to it as well. Now, I, I enjoy it now, so much. I let lot that to be said, as I also I don't mind the over the top juniper at times. It's that's the beauty of gin at is times, you can, right? You know, yeah, yeah, bounce around. Sometimes just an old school Tanqueray and tonic or an old school beef eater and tonic hits the fucking button or Bombay and Sapphire. Right. The Bombay, Sapphire and tonic. Yes. Aww. Oh, Bombay and Sapphire. It was recently Mother's Day. Oh, <laughs> yes, I know. It was a Bombay. My mom loved Sapphire. Oh, sorry, cause... not Sapphire. Excuse yeah. me. Uh, no, no brand. she drank wrong, Sapphire, but not walk. a Bombay and Sapphire, dumbass. No, I said a Bombay Sapphire. You said a Bombay and Sapphire. I meant Bombay Sapphire and tonic okay. is what I meant. She never drank tonic. She uh, did a martini, and her martini. Oh, she would did be, do martinis. Didn't she? Her martini she? would We're be right about, about uh, ten baby olives in the bottom of a glass, ice a ton of gin and a bottle of vermouth that was in the closet cuz that was close the fuck enough.
4: Yeah, so when I do a dirty martini, it's always with vodka, never gin.
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah.
1: Interesting. But Made I
4: her. do, I love me some gin and tonic. I love me some gin. Uh Mike Rice is in the comments.
2: Oh, hey, Matt, Mikey. Ricey.
4: Uh his uh he, he's considered a beverage expert, right?
1: Oh, absolutely. He's a good pu- beverage expert. What he does for a fucking also living? Also published.
4: His expert opinion is, and I quote: "Gin is gross."
1: Oh yeah, he does not like gin. He's I knew he paid gin. to be in that magazine.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, it, if I recall, it, if I recall correctly, because I love you, Mike. You know, This is years and years and years ago. I believe it was because Mike got really drunk off of gin and tonics. And as we always like to say, there is no drunk like gin and there is no hangover like gin. Mm. No. And uh, I believe it was a day that we were golfing. Uh, but st- it stopped a country for a decade. <laughs> Why, yes, it did. Remember. Probably longer than that, actually. Yeah, it, it fucking did. Uh, yeah, the, the gin's fabulous. Mel, what do you think of the gin?
4: I love it. It's, yeah. uh, <clears throat> it's classic. It is dialed back on the juniper, so it lets some of the other what 58 botanicals mm-hmm. 730 botanicals you know how it goes <laughs> yeah. which in it's all kinds i of crazy
2: I, shit. I do think it, it's kind of
4: a oh i like the bottle
2: yeah it, it's it's uh, so you've got your kind of highbrow bit with the wood top mm-hmm. and the the gold ring here and all that but then you get a a, a touch cartoony with the tartan going down the side i, I like it but it, they want you to know they're scottish mm-hmm. I, I don't mind it actually. No, I I, mean, I think the whole thing's the, all right.
4: The kilt or the bagpiper or the mountains or the
2: bagpiper also a quail. I think. What? Look look closely. Perhaps a
1: grouse. Could be a grouse. Yeah, that would probably play into oh, uh, anything. That is definitely
4: common. a grouse. <laughs> but yeah, you know, the quail's a little side. wee
2: one, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, a little wee one. Madison's nah, a full grown bird.
4: Oh, with hands and fingers. That's not weird.
2: Now, Uh, so Tolchin, there's apparently a legend. That's a person's name mm -hmm. is Tolchin. Okay. In legend. So like Finn McCool in Ireland, Mm -hmm. apparently Tolchin is something. I haven't Googled it. I don't know the story. Figure it out. All right. Well, but uh, that's supposedly
1: there's something to that. So just to let you know, the supposedly allegedly. So the quail. That's what Dick Cheney shoots his friends that he's supposed to shoot at. That's a quote. Oh, got it. Yeah, very good. What That's else? why
2: I mixed it up cuz when I drink gin, I usually shoot, shoot my shot friends. where I'm not supposed to. Well, right. You're
4: moving out of Baltimore, so you can't do that anymore. And uh, what else do we need to do, Mr. Grimm? Always
2: remember to shoot your shot in the right place. <laughs> uh, drink responsibly, ladies and gentlemen. All please, right. please. Let's have please. a great show, Let's kids. Let's do that. Yes. You just gave her the whole damn thing there, didn't you? Oh, I mean, I just drank the rest of mine. <laughs> I
4: mean, did you want to donate to the uh, personnel no, fund?
1: No, sure don't. I'm on a limit. We open with the Battle for Champions League. As the clock has almost run out on Liverpool, United looked comfortable, and Newcastle made a statement. Newcastle 4, Brighton 1, Newcastle nil, Leicester nil. Man United 1, Bournemouth nil. Aston Villa 1, Liverpool 1. Newcastle answers the call they secure Champions League they do but what
2: I would worry about especially going into the Champions League is they should have been four nil up and they weren't (laughs) Mm -hmm. they got themselves relatively luckily to two nil up Mm -hmm. and then they let Brighton back into the game oh yeah definitely definitely then because Brighton were pushing to guarantee their European spot Newcastle exploited their weakness and that's Fair dues. Well yeah. done. But in the Champions League, you will not be able to do that. Yeah. Well You I mean, will find yourself with three draws in
1: third place and going down to the Europa League. Oh, yeah. And then you're playing on Thursdays um, and then you're not playing anybody because you don't care about the Europa League exactly. or, or or them because they're in Europe for the first time or you're care in, too much you're about your playoff Europe. game and then you don't make it to the knockout stage. <clears throat> or or you are trying too hard mm-hmm. a la West Ham and you league Could fuck it suffers up. because of that. But also, let's face it, they're about to get an influx of cash on top of the fact that they're already cash rich. You got to imagine they're going to be making some big moves. Now, the, the, the bigger question of that, when you look to the future is how does that all blend? How well, does Eddie how manage so that? So like, right all now, that right now?
2: I'm not terribly concerned about it. What I'm <laughs> what I'm worried about in the immediate future is their naivety. Yeah, right. True. And this game showed that naivety to an extent yeah. because teams in Europe are not going to let them do this. They
1: need to capitalize on their opportunities, or they're going to be in trouble. Now, I would say the following for them the, you do have a great tool in carrying Trippia because both of those mm-hmm. first two goals come from set pieces 100%. from 100%. Karen Trippia and somebody with Champions League experience played in that
2: final for Spurs, if I remember correctly. Yes, before he, he moved on to Atletico Madrid, yes, he did. Uh, and he now has the experience also of playing abroad, mm-hmm. and then came back and was essentially, be- uh, besides Gimarech, but Gimarech was only forty million. Yeah, if I remember correctly, Karen Trippia was their first truly marquee signing, and yeah. even he was only forty or fifty million. Yeah, so there's enough experience in the squad that they they should start to get these players to realize there's also going to be an entire summer to bring people in and now as you say they are fucking stacked the question is going to be is will these superstars they bring in or these people they bring in to round the squad out is Eddie Howe going to be able to control them is he going to be able to um, shape them and mold them and get them to buy into the Jordy atmosphere and the Jordy way of life yeah. If they don't and they become less blue-collar, they may have a disconnect from their fans, may not be as raucous right. as they normally are. Now, and if they lose those fans, and and really with the naivety of the rest of the squad, that could prove detrimental next season for a bit. They may have their little blip. Remember, Pep Guardiola, they had already won the league. Pep Guardiola came in and didn't win a trophy in his first season. Right. He did not have a good first run, so you know next L- year lost to Everton at Everton four 0 That's what I'm saying. So next year
1: could be that blip if they're not careful, right? Right. You know what I mean, where they walk away with fuck all. And and, and frankly, the rest of the league has gotten their shit together. There are no not marque- go that far, but yes, yeah. th- there are <laughs> marquee teams in the bottom half of the table, and I can tell you right now, this is something I said two seasons ago, and I'll say again, going into next season. There will be good teams that aren't in the top 10 in this league. I oh, think yeah. I think there will be at least probably 12 13 teams who could easily be 7th, yeah, but will be 13th. That's like fair. that's the 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 league that I don't gap, disagree with that one the bit. The gap has gotten a lot tighter, much tighter, mm-hmm. and you are particularly looking at Who's going to make Europe and who's not going to make Europe says a lot about. Oh yeah, that, I mean we're know? looking
2: up and down at, at at Villa, at Brighton, at Fulham, at a lot of these clubs that have taken strides and 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 bought players actually accordingly, yeah. as opposed to what Fulham did a few years ago and just bought anybody they can get their hands on, you know, and and Nottingham Forest who actually made that work for a
1: change. Well, depending but, depending on how it all shapes out, if uh, Everton end up being in the drop with Leicester, you would have Leicester, Everton, and Southampton who are all teams who have played in Europe in the last 10 years Yep, going down. Like that yeah. could be the case. 100%. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about uh, Brighton themselves when we get to Oso because there's some celebration for them as well, but we'll talk about it there. The The match today, the Foxes and Dean Smith clearly had a plan. Do not lose this one. If you can snake it, if you can get a smash and grab, awesome, but don't lose this one. They went with three in the back. They only went with two up top. It was Iannaccio and Vardy. And they interesting they played together you know, for the first time as well. Madison on the bench. Barnes on the bench. Like that. And that's their two. Those two guys. By the way, this is a team that could very possibly be going down. They have two guys in the top 20 fucking scorers this season. Like again, good teams are going down, right? That being said, though,
2: in this performance, one shot, one on target. Yes. Only one
1: shot and less than a quarter of the ball. Their only shot was a brilliant save by Pope in the 95th minute. That's when they finally got a shot on target.
2: And I'll say it to you one more time. Mm Mm-hmm. You don't believe in Jesus.
1: <laughs> but the
2: only good save was from the Pope. You
1: heard. Very good. I I would
2: I would say... I'd argue, Mel, that the Pope has made many good saves over the years. Uh, I,
1: I, would, I would argue the Pope is best with cheese and everything and a side of fries, okay? <laughs> that's that's all. I want a whopper with Pope, I baby. Like a that's little what I want. <laughs> religious humor to start the show. Um, But for the Foxes, it kind of worked. Like, now... It three he balls had
2: uh, twenty three shots? Three balls off the post. They were uh, so wasteful. Couple.
1: I mean, it just it just seemed like there was plexiglass in front of the goal. There were a couple that came off that were saved off the line. It of was their twenty three, only four were on target. Yeah, well, and three were off the post. So <laughs> seven. I, I I don't like how they never count a shot that goes uh, off, the, off pipe. the post on target. I, it, well, that is that, fucking that is target. The, that's the target. That yeah. is the target. Yeah, the target. It hit the target. The target. <laughs> target saved it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't need to give a keeper credit for that, but that's for the offense. that's a fucking shot on target.
2: 12 corners to one mm-hmm. in favor of Newcastle. And the corners Listen were giving Lester fits. Listen to this. Clearances. Lester made 45 <laughs> clearances to Newcastle's nine. Yeah. Lester made 17 tackles to uh, Newcastle's six. It was 209 passes to Newcastle's 702. And touches were less than half. 360 total touches of the football to newcastle's 877 wow insane it was fucking lopsided as lopsided could be
1: so i'm gonna moving on to the next but they survived they they got their point
2: they they, They did what they had to do
1: now it's win now they need help right big sam sitting over there going i should have joined fucking Leicester. well it's (laughs) they they need help uh, because if Everton win, it doesn't fucking matter. Right. It doesn't matter at all. And we're going to get into that in the second segment. But moving on to the next game, uh, Bournemouth and uh, Manchester United. Sam, what was better on the goal? Was Casemiro's fucking amazing goal? Or was Christian Eriksen's pass better? Because they were both <laughs> fucking
2: brilliant. So what I would say is I can't decide between a dead man's pass or... A 36 year old I think he's 36 might be 34 I'm 37 and I couldn't make my body do what Casemiro did but it's also quite hard Uh it's also quite hard for a dead man to pass a ball so what do you think yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. I, it's a toss up for me I, <laughs> I, I almost I almost think the pass was better I, I really I mean it's an acrobatic over the head spun around like he was as great as we thought Gundogan's goal was uh, two weeks ago against, uh, or last week against Everton. Casemiro did that in the air. <laughs> like, yeah, no shit. But, but I would say, honestly, it's, I would say it was Erickson's fucking pass was probably better.
2: Yeah, I'd, I'd be surprised if, if Casemiro featured at the weekend. He probably won't. No. It hurt me looking at it. Yeah. I saw that was like, I got to the chiropractor. Tegan, take notes. <laughs> and I left.
1: Very good. <laughs> now, um, for for Manchester United, that it wasn't the prettiest of wins. They had opportunities, but also let's face it, Cherries had chances too. De Gea had to make a couple of big sales. Oh, yeah,
2: he did. And and here's here's the the thing I love about De Gea because people of our age don't typically do it, you know, when when they start getting up there. Um Famous people, especially. Footballers, even more specifically than that. Athletes, actually, more so than footballers. Um, How many times have we talked about the need to retire gracefully and this, that, the other? Mm -hmm. De Gea knows. De Gea is fully self-aware. Manchester United are shopping for a top-flight goalkeeper this summer. Oh, yeah. He knows that the market for him is quite small. Mm -hmm. He has offered... Because he and his family are settled in Manchester, been there, what, a decade now, easy, uh, uh, maybe even 12 years. Yeah. Um, he's offered to take a massive pay cut to be number two. Wow. Yeah. I'm not ready to retire, <sighs> but I know I ain't it anymore. Well, okay. And he. he it's ain't. refreshing in a sense to have an athlete that is so self aware, mm-hmm. but still wants to be involved the funny bit comes as it's the same week that Phil Jones retires. Yeah, I know. Who's been stealing a living for about 10
1: years. Yeah, exactly. Well, here's here's the thing for you, though, too, is, well, no, his, that face that we use in all the memes pays for itself, man. That just pays for itself. But here's the funny thing. You're going love winner this year? David fucking De Gea, most shutouts know, in the right? fucking league. Yeah. You know, so you could say, yeah, he's slipping, but has his best year for shutouts with a shoddy defense at best this season. Uh, Mix and
2: match all the time as well. I mean, they change their shape and formation loads. And remember started playing the league with 10 men on the field every game because of Cristiano Ronaldo. We
1: forget he was still here this season. Uh, Nine, let's not forget Harry Maguire. He was too busy (laughs) (laughs) pointing at things. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Producer Mel just looked up into the sky and, and, and pointed. pointed. <laughs> Very good. Um, but you know what? Get a point against Chelsea in the middle of the week, and you've secured Champions League, and you've also kept your bitter rivals, Liverpool, out of the That's Champions why they're going to win. Yeah. Yeah. You got to figure
2: United out. are going to win yeah. midweek. Yeah. To hear more hot takes, patreon.com forward slash studio football show and listen to the preview show called Injury Time. Only costs
1: you five bucks a month. Uh, That's the only one you're getting out of me today, cunts. I had to go back and watch the replay, but Villa Liverpool, chippy fucking match. Now,
2: there was, as a neutral, a noticeable, and a broadcaster, an unbiased.
4: Unbiased?
2: Hmm. Fair. A biased broadcaster. Hmm. But a neutral in this one. Unbiased between these two. A noticeable
1: absence from said highlights. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I find that quite interesting. They um, didn't show the penalty that, did. they showed the penalty that Watkins missed, but they didn't show the foul that went to that penalty, and then they didn't show the questionable red card for me really? in now,
2: the
4: highlights either. Why wouldn't they show that? Well,
2: with it's, the first one, I wanna know if there was a very Pet envelope passed in the evening the night no. before.
4: No, that was definitely a penalty. What happened? Watkins, I, didn't see, I
2: didn't get to see it.
4: Watkins <laughs> had the ball and was in the box, and the guy physically took him down. Took him down from behind. Yeah. Canate.
1: I him. never saw it. If it was, if it was Virgil Van it. Dyke, it wouldn't have been called, but it was
4: Kanate. Yeah, so it got no, called. like pulled him down, and Watkins would have scored. He was in position and was then like, Cinate had the, the, off, was ready okay. to shut nope, it off, just and just yellow. tackled him down.
1: Hmm. And, Interesting. Then, and then for Mings with the uh, high leg, I would just say, you know, Fabinho, two, or no, it was Jota just two weeks ago and kicked a guy in the fucking face. So.
4: Mings was a big guy uh, well, with I, big legs. I, and I, he was going for the ball, and he got the ball, and the other guy ran into him.
1: Honest, Honestly, what it is is we talked about this a few weeks ago. It's probably why it was only a yellow. Was if it's not between the knee and the ankle – the red card does not come out. If well, somebody but, kicks somebody in the chest, It doesn't, I mean, the you red say card that does two, not come out. Two
2: years out. ago, with Sadio Mane uh,
1: uh, cleated yeah. Ederson in the face. Well, that would be this season. Because <laughs> <I mean, laughs> there's been multiple no, times I'm it's just saying, The foot yeah.
4: was below shoulder but, but above Ming's belly button. But now if ming got the
2: ball first and someone ran into him as she describes, mm-hmm. it's probably why it was only a yellow.
1: <clears throat> right. And I mean, in all likelihood, a but lot of if times I've,
2: if I've got my leg in my waist and you do a diving header, the yeah. card should go to you for a right. dangerous play.
1: Well, I'd, I'd also say that a lot of times too, that that the feet up like that is normally you don't even know the guy's there, and the guy Correct. comes into the play, which which I get, and I understand. My my greater point is just that we you know we all are up in arms the minute the spikes are up somewhere between the knees and the ankle, we all lose our fucking mind. Why aren't we losing our fucking minds about fucking spikes being up going into a chest or spikes being up going into a face? There should be the same amount of outrage. Who did who did Ming's hit? Uh, I don't even remember who I it was. I don't he got.
4: remember, but it was in the shoulder and it was fine. Everyone was fine. It was all fine.
1: Uh, was it Salah? No. Said, that's why they're up in arms. Give it up to uh, Ram. No. Give it up to Ramsey with the goal and then the shithousery. What a Hand fucking oh, to yeah. the ear. I- the fucking cop running right by him.
2: But what a fucking volley that was. Mm-hmm. How composed can
1: you oh, be? Yeah. I mean, you could call him Mozart. He <laughs> was so composed. They've got themselves a hell of a midfield between McGinn, Louise, and, and Ramsey. They got and Ramsey hell has hell more a... room to grow big time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, now he becomes a sellable asset, too, because, you know, let's say he gets a year in Europe and becomes really good. Cody
4: DePaco. Suddenly...
1: De Gapaco. That's the one. Yeah, it's fine. Don't
0: yeah, worry it's about
1: it. Just kick them in the face. He's Dutch. He's it literal. Happens. He'll handle it. Unless you're Dutch and literally trying to uh, hurt friends and family members of West Ham, which we'll get onto that. Oh, we'll get onto, right onto that. Yeah. We'll definitely That's get onto coming. that one.
4: No, McGinn definitely made himself a problem. And uh, Mourinho, holy shit, that guy with his defense. Mm-hmm. Van Dyke, there was a spot where uh, Van Dyke was going to get the ball and lob it in. And Mourinho... Mare- Moreno Moreno. I was right the first time I don't know why I have a problem with that one There's
2: no enye. There's no squiggle over the N So it's Moreno If there was one It'd be Moreno Moreno Yeah Moreno That's it
4: I need to come up with a nickname For that kid Because it bothers me Maury Maury, yeah. Maury, he's a loney
1: from Batista. You might not have to
4: worry about that next year. Maury <laughs> played there. his dick off, and he had a flying defensive header that was amazing. Unfortunately, he also got injured in the process, but he has had a fabulous debut. With Just, got huh. Just got
2: word. Just got word.
4: Breaking news, but news feels like breaking.
2: You are the defender. <laughs>
4: Hey, now, I got a
2: wry smile out of that one. <laughs> hey, that <Allow>, get better.
1: <laughs> allow me to ask this question again, Mr. Graham. Which was better, Bobby Firmino's goal or the pass from Because Both were fucking ridiculous. Goals. Firmino's goal, because it's the it's the last. God, it was goodbye. magic. It's, it's the it's last. It's a goodbye. goodbye.
2: It's in front of the cop. It's that's magic. Yeah. But besides that. He fucking did a sweet chin music to get it in. Like, <laughs> I looked three times, rewound it, looked again, rewound, looked at it like, again. Like, I don't rewound. know which foot
4: hit it. I'd both of them? I watched
2: another set of highlights, went back to those highlights and watched it again. Yeah. There's no reason for him to drop kick that ball in the back of the net, but he did. I thought he got tackled initially. Nope. Yeah. And he was getting his trail leg out of the way so nope. his leg didn't get broken. Nope.
4: But it was insurance.
2: It yeah, it didn't happen. I'm hitting
4: this ball with one foot or the other. <laughs>
2: Something's happening here. He did like a goalkeeper, he just made himself big. It's going to hit me somewhere.
4: But <laughs> <Fuck it>. then <laughs> it was great.
1: <laughs> Moe somehow put off a pass that curved back. Back into how he was jumping onto the ball outside
2: of his left boot. It He's always just, his left footed just, as fuck, Masala. Yeah, yeah, it was.
4: It was. It was insane. awesome. But that—that that finish
2: and and Bobby Firmino has gone so underrated. Um, obviously the the worst part, the saddest part, uh, person in Liverpool is his dentist. Um, <laughs> keeping them pearly whites going. Well, not even that. Apparently, and I heard this about four days ago. People have gone to the dentist, going, "Give me the Bobby Blancos."
4: <laughs> Bobby Fake Blancos. News.
1: That that does sound like the most scouse fucking phrase Give ever. Me the, the Bobby, Bobby Blancos. Blancos. They, they want the Bobby Whites. Yeah, that definitely definitely sounds the, like the other most scouse thing, thing I've ever.
2: heard is there was a team meal that was only outside company <sighs> included Firmino's family for some reason. Okay. At Anfield, they toured the stadium, and then Firmino just took his entire family and friendship entourage mm-hmm. on the team bus, and they just rode around Liverpool doing a sightseeing tour of Bobby Firmino's life in Liverpool. Very cool. Because I don't, I guess nobody's visited.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I have huh?
2: no idea. The other, I know he did get done for drink driving at one point, mm-hmm. which obviously is an issue but i guess he hasn't driven for a bit and couldn't drive anyone around anymore so he just did the team bus and they came to see his last game at that stadium and they just drove him around the city going yeah we used to drink there we eat pasta there we used to do this yeah just pointing out the town he's not
1: dead he's just leaving (laughs) why are they (laughs) he'll be back i'm sure every testimonial he'll be involved (laughs) There is, there is no li- there is no life after Liverpool. Just ask any uh, liver putty in that. You know how they are, you know?
2: Yeah, that's pretty fair, actually. Yeah.
1: Now, the other thing uh, to mention is for Villa, you went into a place where they've been playing great fucking football, uh-huh. and you managed to get a draw out of them. I mean, it's I mean two- we did the same thing first. But r- right, yeah. but you were also up 2-0. All right, like, okay. We don't need to go to the specifics. We like to call that um, we like to call that the beginning of the end, Mister Graham is what we like to call that. What we like to call it is move on. Okay, okay. <laughs> now, but that big point puts them a point ahead of Tottenham, mm-hmm. and now their destiny with Europe is completely in their hands. Mm-hmm. Win, and it does not matter what Tottenham does. Correct,
2: and I think that will um, affect the last game of the season. Oh, absolutely. That's why I, I, I will be up front now. <laughs> I told you uh, pre-show. Um, There will not be a draw this weekend, I don't think, because it feels like enough of the table has enough to play for and the competition they're each against. None of them really play each other. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, like, somebody that cares about Europe is playing somebody already relegated and, you know, somebody mm-hmm. that needs – something to stay alive is playing somebody mid table and yeah. everyone cares about the last week of the season
1: absolutely
2: i don't think there's going to be a draw i think there's going to be a lot of smack and grabs i might get them wrong in my bet but i think there's going to be a lot of smashing grabs i really do
1: we turn our attention to the bottom of the table which frankly was hot fucking garbage I wanted to open the show with this because this is probably the better storyline, but no, the games were dog shit. They get moved to the second segment. Everton won, Wolverhampton won, Nottingham Forest won, Arsenal nil, Leeds, I mean, West Ham three, Leeds one. Toffee lose two players in the first half. They lose Patterson to an injury and they lose Dominic Calvert-Lewin to an injury. I don't know if that's much of an injury have you heard anything since then
2: or is that was was that a kind of precautionary to save him for the last game of the season
1: i he went down and grabbed his own groin and was in visible pain so i don't know i hope i hope he's available god i hope he's available because particularly in that game the first 30 minutes everton were all over wolves the minute he went out Everton lost all form of how they were going to play, and and they were already starting the match without a left back in Mayolinko, without Godfrey, who is also hurt, so Dwight McNeil had to play left back. Dwight McNeil has been one of the reasons why we've been getting up the pitch, and he got up the pitch a little, but he played like a left back. He stayed home most of the game. He's a dice guy. <clears throat> and then you lost Patterson, had to put in biggie fucking big fucking Mickey Keggers, so now you've got Three center backs and a winger playing your defense, and now that all that being said, there's yeah. nothing more Sean Dice than that. <laughs> yeah, very true. <laughs> and looking like a Sean Dice team
2: it is all like I'm a, saying.
1: Uh, <laughs> my, I would, I would put out one very critical point is when Triori gets away in transition. And Unana's chasing him down. Unana at one point pulls up his arms and lets him go. You take that fucking yellow card. That he doesn't, you you put him on his ass. Like, and that's why they scored the goal is because he didn't get put on his ass. Like, you put that man on his ass and take the yellow. Move yeah,
2: on. You need to. Yeah, absolutely. You know? That That's <laughs> one where you have to, as I frequently done, take
1: one for the team. And <laughs> and he gets off the shot. Pickford makes a good save. Falls to the Wang. The Wang buries it deep in the back. Nice. We're not going to say anything more than that. Just keep in the back. Quality and one might say, if maybe there was a right back out there, maybe Wang would have been covered. <laughs> I know,
2: I know exactly. what Could I'm doing. be. And as usual, after conceding the goal, Jordan Pickford, uh, Pickford got up and throated his entire defense. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Things were just nothing was going Everton's way. And and there were definitely chances for Wolves, and it just looked like this was gonna be a one-nothing loss, and it was the drabbest of affairs. They resorted to you wanna talk about the most dice thing ever? Do you yeah. know who the striker was for the end of the match? It was Michael King. Michael was. fucking cause because <laughs> No one could win any aerial balls, (laughs) and they just put him up there. Here's the thing:
2: Didn't Damari Gray get subbed in for McNeil?
1: uh, No, not for McNeil. He got subbed in for Calvert Lewin, but he wasn't. He couldn't get anything done up top.
2: Right. So he found himself on the wing following a corner. Is essentially what happened. Right. Um, Corner gets recycled. He's there, kind of in where a left back position would be. Mm -hmm. He floats a ball to the far stick. Michael Keane wins the header, mm-hmm. knocks it down. It gets centered by another defender mm-hmm. into Yeri Mina. Who puts it away. Who's another defender, <laughs> yeah. obviously, and puts it away. Yes. So three defenders combining for a scrappy goal in the box in a 99th minute. Yes, in like 20 seconds left in the fucking match. That looking like a Sean Dyche team.
1: <laughs> uh, I will say the following. Some Wolves fans are kind of pointing out that the keeper might have been pushed a little, and I'm not saying that he wasn't. No fuck off. But I will, it, there I, was nothing in that. But I will say the following. And you all could say this if the shoe was on the other foot, this is, a referee is never fucking calling that. Not no. not in not in the final minute of a match. The the ref is putting his fucking whistle in the pocket. And he did. Yeah, that's just like, you know, you could you could say that um that David Origi got all up in Pickford's spot when Pickford you know, did the old short arms on the post thing. They're not fucking calling that. Yeah. They're not calling that ever. Ever. it's, it's the one time a keeper is not going to get the break when it's right at the end and you're going for a loose ball and it's no man's land. You ain't getting the fucking call. Correct.
2: Now the last sentence I wrote about this is this result adds extra outs for you next week. Mm hmm. The problem is, is Leeds' draw today takes some of those outs away. Lester, yeah. Potentially. Yeah. Oh, Lester, yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. not Leeds. Lester's uh, draw today um, takes away uh, two or three of those potential outs for you. Right. Now, if we. Because in, of gold difference our, and, and some other things. Right. If we
1: drew, we would need Lester to lose and and um and then it wouldn't matter what had lester
2: lost a draw would have kept you safe right
1: no it would have put us even on points it would have put us because we're only two points ahead now so that yeah, you were three
2: right if uh, they lost you were three so a draw would have st- made you four ah very true very good yeah a draw and their win, win draw. would have only put you yep. they still would have I'm, been I'm a point with behind you. so I'm they with took you. when i wrote these notes this is how on a knife edge it is yeah is from the time i wrote these notes and didn't edit them before we got here today Mm -hmm.
1: yeah (laughs) your permutations have dwindled yeah it's it's absolutely insane having increased yep absolutely insane force secure safety and awoni again with another goal i think he's had like five in the last six matches or some shit like that it's been insane how much he's been scoring
2: yeah it's nuts but rob um rob kind of summed it up uh Perfectly, when he said the the out and out competition from first to twentieth is is so fantastic, mm-hmm. and this season has just proved it over and over again.
1: Yeah, and I said, no shit, look at our last five weeks. Yeah, precisely, <laughs> it's absolute garbage uh, for us. <laughs> before we go ahead and touch on the Gunners a little bit, it is worth mentioning with them securing safety. For only the third time in the Premier League in 2001 and 2011 and now 2023, all three promoted sides have secured safety. Mm-hmm. It will be three established clubs in the Premier League that will be going down.
2: And good on them.
1: Yeah. So we have very good on them. Uh, you guys had a ton of the ball, but you just didn't even look Inspired. It was one of care. the most boring
2: games I've watched. It was um, a dog shit match. All I these fell games asleep were twice. dog shit.
1: I fell asleep twice.
2: Rob and I texted about it. He fell asleep as well yeah. at some point during the match. um, It was one of those, we can't seem to get out of this rut because we're depressed we lost the league. Yeah. We knew we lost the league. It was still mathematically possible. I told you that. Right. It, but we, it was done. Yeah. It was over. Right. When we did not win at City, it was done and they have rattled off what is it 14 in a row or something 12 Mm -hmm. in a row something like that somewhere around there um they just their b team went and won the league on i mean they already had the league because we lost but their b team went and insured the league on sunday you know if you if you will it's nobody can compete with that because our sub bench is eddie and ketia their sub bench is world cup winner julian alvarez yeah precisely
1: fuck yeah Precisely. Eddie and Ketty don't even have fifty top flight appearances. Yeah. Keeping it <laughs> keeping it rolling here. The leads go up early, but the defense just bottles it again. Like well, this has been I mean, and the last two managers they got with uh uh Gracia and now Big Sam, you think these are the things that'll get fucking fixed and it's yeah. just not.
2: But the 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 issue with Leeds, they started so well. But just mm-hmm. like you said, with with um, Patterson getting hurt and then Calvert-Lewin going down, mm-hmm. Leeds were on the front foot for the opening 20 minutes. Then they they um, have that penalty or whatever it was or and miss, mm-hmm. give up a penalty on the other side. That was oh, no, last week. No, I'm sorry. That, that was, was last week. week. You're right about that. Declan Rice scored. That's what it yeah. was. And Wide then, open. Wide the fuck open but on the Three weak post. minutes after Declan Rice scores, Bamford goes off injured. Yeah. So it was like, so they equalize and you lost your focal point. Yeah. All in one go. And then Rodrigo has not been the same player coming back from injury that he was in the first 10 I games mean, of the he season. He did get
1: the goal in this, but it wasn't, there wasn't much else to
2: it. But it's not the same. Yeah. What he was in that, for those first 10, 12 games of the season is not what he's been in the last yeah. three months. And he had that injury spell in the middle, and it it's just has not clicked. It has not worked out. And they've missed a multitude of players. You know, Stuart Dallas, this was his first game back. Mm-hmm. Seems like a very allodized player. He's been off for like eight months with an ACL or something. Right. So it's like, what, what are these people? Everyone else that's there that's been doing this for the, the whole season— what have you guys been working on? What have you been doing? Because it just hasn't – it all fell apart right before our eyes here.
1: So, real quickly, I'm going to go and ahead – And West Ham made easy work of it, Oh, they essentially. Did. They did. They—they—they.
2: They, they After that been, initial 25 minutes and then the Bamford injury, West Ham took over, is my point. Could have been five. Could have been five. So there were what, a couple what of wide What is wide Leeds Opens. actually working on? What have they been doing? What are these professional footballers, in air quotes, doing? Nothing. It, it's because I'd say mistakes. the same about Southampton,
1: right? Leeds' defensive form. I would say the same about Southampton. Uh, so we go ahead and play everybody's fun, fun uh, game that we've been playing lately, which is who's going down this week, Mr. Graham? Who do you think's going down? I
2: think you will be safe.
1: And I think it's Lester, Leeds, and Southampton. Right. Well, we already know it's Southampton. I Obviously,
2: it's Southampton, yeah. But I think it's
1: Lester, Leeds, and I think you'll be safe. Yeah. I want to say we're going to be safe. I want to say now. But me, being at home at Goodison, it's a lot. That helps but, a lot. Uh, Leeds is at home as well. but they're and, against, Lester, and Lester's at home. Leeds are against Spurs. Right. And here's the thing for, for scenarios, right? Lester... Needs to win, we have to lose. If that happens, they jump us, they're good. Or if we draw, they, they, and they win. They jump us because of goal differential. But Leicester also play
2: West Ham, right. who are fucking flying. Right. And West Ham want to prepare. I'm sure they'll rest a player or two. Yeah, but they're playing in the European final, and, and this, is, this want, is their last game before that. They'll do exactly what Man City did at the weekend, mm-hmm. and those couple of first-team players they've rested will get 30 minutes at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Now, and that
1: will prove to be too much. I would say they're the enjoying te- their football down at West Ham. The team that has the roughest out is now Leeds because not only does Leeds have to win and both teams have to lose, if Leeds wins and Everton draw and Leicester lose, Leeds has to win by three. Against a team that is desperate to try to get into Europe,
2: they also have to open themselves up. Exactly, Mm -hmm. but they also have the problem where they're against a team that loves to fucking counterattack, and Ah, and their defense is shit. And Harry Kane is saying goodbye to Spurs. Mm -hmm. That is happening. Yeah, yeah. So So leaving on a hat trick, having relegated a team, I heard makes your statue seven inches taller. Yeah, very good.
1: (laughs) Very fun when they finally give it to you. I know. I I I'm gonna tell you what I want. I'm not gonna make a prediction. What I want is Everton to stay up. That's all I oh, that's obviously. all I care about is I want Everton to stay up. Mel. It's a
4: Breaking, breaking news. news when it feels like breaking. Everton Houston's. supporter
2: Houston wants Everton to stay in the Premier League. <laughs>
1: Good. I was able to avoid the question. Routing out the rest of the league, and oh, so that happened. City won the title. Uh, Manchester City won. Chelsea nil. Brentford three. Tottenham one. Fulham two. Palace two. Brighton three. Southampton one. I wanted to just make sure we gave City winning the title exactly what it deserved. Oh, so that happened. <laughs> this is City as close, won the title. As
2: close to robot football as you'll get. Yeah. <laughs> There's no
1: drama. That was dead. Did you? Okay. Yeah. Julian Alvarez scored. They had a goal called back. They had a couple of chances. Eh. I mean, Sterling almost
2: Ch- scored. Chelsea looked better than they have in recent weeks. I'll give them that.
1: But it was, again, against a B team. I just didn't even. I, you know, you're auditioning now for Pochettino, and I just don't feel like they're even, like showing That's fair. much.
2: That's fair. I just don't feel like. like it's still better than they've done in recent weeks, though.
1: <laughs> there, it is going to be record low points for them in the Prem. It is going to be the first time they've been not in the top 10, at least 10th, because remember that really disastrous year they had with uh, Mourinho the, uh, right after they had won the title, which is kind of what Mourinho does. They That was the one where we had Money camp not Stones when we beat them 2-0, and then yes. Mourinho got fired. The... <laughs> Yes. Trying to think of happier times. <laughs> happier times as an Everton supporter, you know. The, sometimes in Portugal, we call it cheese is cheese, yeah. bread is bread, bread is bread, and cheese is cheese. But you know, and I would say in this case, Chelsea did not bring not just the uh, basics of football; they failed at the basics of life as well.
2: Yeah, I mean, they had chances. They should have taken at least one. They didn't.
1: He would just—it's just, it's just yeah. that's
2: the end of the story. It's—it's it's been a shit year for Chelsea just you know you finally became safe what was it two weeks ago yeah well done you uh you can start prepping for pochettino to come in well, and it's who's gonna, and harry kane and who the i'm fuck, sure who the fuck's
1: gonna be there who because you gotta imagine it's gonna be a lot of people they have to on.
2: clear out or they won't be able to sign so kane.
1: many people <laughs> are gonna get cleared out that is for damn sure uh the bees score three unanswered in the second half after spurs go up one nothing uh I hate to say it, Spurs fucking deserve this. They deserve to not be in Europe, and I'm. I mean, it's not just because not just because I want to see my wife's team make it to Europe. I actively don't want to see them make Europe. They don't fucking deserve it. Yeah, they're not good. There was there they're was a year not good. There was a year where what happened to you and I looked at you guys and I said you don't fucking deserve it. Like you know, mm-hmm. it, it, that team is such a mess, and whoever takes it over next, it's not like levy gives them what they need he's proved time and time again he won't and then if
2: anybody needs a change in ownership it's tottenham hotspur yeah yeah for
1: objectively if anyone needs a new owner it's tottenham for being one of the wealthiest clubs in the world in all of sports they can't seem to manage to you know I mean look just, look at
2: you guys with your one FFP violation. Mm-hmm. At least Mishuri tried. Right. You can say that. Tried. He's an idiot, don't right. get me wrong. He doesn't listen to the manager. Right. Which is a problem. Or the director of football. But, but at least he tried. He did right. something. He tried he put something. Pen to paper on a bank statement and bought people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Daniel Levy just goes, "I ah, figured it out." We hey, you know what? We got bottom pouring pints downstairs. <laughs> if you like to go, get yourself one of those but on the that, on your way out.
1: But with that being said, Brentford secures top ten finish. Little old Brentford, right? We're just yep. happy to be here, right? Mm-hmm. Look at that, a top ten fucking side. You need to start getting used to that. You know, like there's going to be a lot of clubs that, that This is not your father's Premier League anymore. It's not. No,
2: and and for teams like Brentford, for teams like Brighton especially as well (laughs) with his European jaunt on top of their finish, those teams now have money. They're already good at managing money. Mm -hmm. They're already good at finding people. Brighton have already made three signings. Yeah. James Milner and a couple of other young South American kids. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They've already signed replacements for Caicedo. You know, it's Brentford. The only person that's going to miss playing football at Brentford for eight months is Ivan Tony.
1: <laughs> I was about to get to that. And that's it. I... Because
2: Brentford will find somebody to fill that role. Oh, yeah. And this game looked like it was Brian Mbwemo, <laughs> mm-hmm. who very obviously can play center forward. Yeah. Oh, absolutely can. Two brilliant finishes, in my opinion, <laughs> uh, from him. We same thing. Excellent steal in and header. They can share the load and do a job until um, until Ivan
1: Tony's back. And then they even still if have they the don't kid, sign somebody, they still have the kid De Silva who comes mm-hmm. off the bench for him. Who who that's all he's done this season. He just comes off the bench. He hasn't played a ton. He can fucking do
2: a job. Oh yeah. There. But I if, if there was anybody I would trust with money, mm-hmm. it's the sporting director at at Brighton, and the sporting director at Brentford. Absolutely. And and this top 10 finish is going to garner an extra 15, 20 million quid
1: that they can find the next gem again. So quick thought about the Tony suspension. Um, I don't know about you, At leaves a little bit of a bitter taste in my mouth. It's it a little was, racist, I think. Well, <laughs> personally, the, if you were going to suspend him, why didn't you, especially if you're going to suspend him during the season, why didn't you just do it when you had, because you had it all. There was no need to follow a trial. He had already been found guilty of it. It was, so why, did it, why didn't you just wait till the summer to suspend him? Because you wanted to make sure it lines up with exactly January that he's able to come back. I just either suspend him during the summer or suspend him when you fucking caught him doing it. One or the other, but not well, I think not when he, there's like I think he, I think two he games left. It just it just.
2: I think he appealed. Yeah, and when you appeal, your your sentences stayed for the moment.
1: It just leaps which up. is
2: why people appeal. Yeah, um, which is why the FA put in a frivolous appeal suspension to tack on extra shit. Mm-hmm. That was not the case here, though. They did mm-hmm. not use that extra frivolous thing to add on here. Uh, what I will say is I've uh, looked at a few cases of players betting, and the most they got was four months, mm-hmm. not eight months. Um,
1: and Do you think it's eight because some of it was the summer?
2: No. Okay. The guy doing cocaine, a former Chelsea midfielder, Romanian international. Um, I can't remember his name. Years ago, keep it going. Anyway, uh, he was banned for two years. That included the summers. Okay, um, all those suspensions include the summers. You're banned from all football related activity, right. official capacity. Well, I'm
1: saying instead of giving him a six month ban, they gave him an eight month ban because two of those months were the summertime.
2: I don't think they did. I think I, I I think it's just straight up biased, To be honest with you, okay, I really do. Fair enough. But John Terry was racist <laughs> to a player's face twice mm-hmm. and he got eight games yeah yeah fair enough fair enough and at the time they were playing midweek stuff because they had to catch shit up so he was only gone for like three weeks i just find it a bit strange yeah i find that to be a bit more egregious than betting on I,
1: football personally I, I just wish they had waited till the summer that's yeah i just
2: yeah i w- you know if they're gonna do this they should have addressed city's uh possible points deduction during the <laughs> season too. right and I'd be sitting here having a much more happy,
1: fun conversation. Yeah, but there was point deductions. I'd already be fucking relegated. So let's move on. <laughs> Nothing to see here. you. looking. you, you only have one. Oh.
2: Yeah. Well, you get a slap on the wrist. It's fine.
1: <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully. All
2: Mushari has to do is buy a couple of hookers. They
1: need they need to For make the it guys at the F.A. <laughs> They need to make dinner. an example of somebody. Do you think they're gonna make an example of City, or do you think they're gonna make an example of little old Everton? Who are they gonna make the example of? Depends if Pep stays. Especially because <laughs> especially because Everton was very lippy about the Super League and was very lippy about COVID and how they kept everybody uh hired on and working and paid during COVID. So if Pep stays. Uh-huh.
2: City don't see a point deduction. If Pep leaves. I don't think anybody will give a fuck because they'll give themselves their own point deduction. Right. Because I think their entire success
1: relies on him. Heard. Um, Now, I'm going to say the following, despite the fact that it was a fairly entertaining game, but the storyline is very simple. Fulham's secure top half finish and Palace secure 12th. (laughs) But it was an entertaining game. It was 2-2. I thought it was going to be just a drab 0-0, 1-1. And there was actually some action in this match. Well, it's
2: easy when you rugby tackle somebody in the (laughs) last possible moment of stoppage time in the first half. Very true. That usually ignites things, especially when that (laughs) player, uh, that, that incident rather, Inspires Mitrovic to almost rip a hole in the back of the net with his penalty. <laughs> yeah, no shit. And then inspires him to such a degree that five minutes into the second half, with a header. Mm-hmm. Did, Mel, remember when we used to do terms and definitions with you? The first season we did this. Yes. Mm-hmm. If there was a term or a gif right for a bullet header as a definition uh-huh. this was a bullet header there we go the manner in which this man put his head through mm-hmm. the ball and the way in which it sprung off the back of the net and hit that young bloke in the back of his head yeah uh goalkeeper yep. after it had already scored and humiliated him yes <laughs> it is it would be right there in webster's <laughs> that is a bullet header It was a bullet header
1: uh, yeah, I mean that's. But all that being said, that's kind of the long and short of it. Fulham are going to be top ten, which fucking dream for them, and also to finish above Chelsea in the table is everything. And as shit as
2: the treatment of Eze has been by Patrick Vieira mm-hmm. uh, this season, I think he has proved himself worthy of a uh, ready to take the next step. I, I think they're Palace are going to have trouble keeping hold of Eze this summer.
1: I very he much was agree.
2: phenomenal in this game mm-hmm. and everything they did brilliant that run that he made to alleviate the pressure but then to release edward for the first goal mm-hmm. was fucking brilliant Yeah, that little bit of skill to buy him the space to accelerate into and then the weight of the pass was phenomenal mm-hmm. edward won't move on because he doesn't do it consistently enough but what a finish mm-hmm. near post with his off foot yeah come on it's mm-hmm. fantastic
1: Seagulls have secured Europe for the first time in club history. You want to talk about a team that's doing it right on the field, in the back boardroom, everything. Next guy up, next coach up. It doesn't fucking matter. We'll be okay. We're going to, you know what? They're probably going to lose Alexis McAllister next year. And you know what? They're going to be okay. Apparently, the Liverpool deal with McAllister is almost done. Yeah. But they're also sending
2: James Milner and a couple others to Brighton. Mm hmm. And almost a swap deal, but I think Brighton's also going to receive a little cash as well. Oh yeah, so they're again doing it right. If if there's anybody that's old at Liverpool that you want, it's fucking James Milner. Oh fuck, he yeah. can still do a
1: job. He well in better he's he, my he, age and look at me. He handles he, <laughs> he he can handle your locker room. Well, that's what they did with Milana. Yep,
2: and he's been brilliant. Yep, um, Southampton. It's, It's been like this all season. They have a <laughs> chance early. Alcaraz misses it. And then the whole team just goes. <sighs> there it was. There was our chance. It's um, over. Now. Oh, well. Not, what, seven minutes later or something? Mm-hmm. Ferguson. Yep. And then Ferguson again. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just, I, it's it's reminiscent. It's not as bad. Don't get me wrong, Kenny. It's not as bad. But it's reminiscent of what Norch did a couple oh, years agreed. ago. Very and, much so. And we looked at it. Just went, why are we talking about this? Yeah, this why is. Are there's we talking no point it? to talk about this. This is pitiful. Yep. Agreed. And it's a shame because Theo Walcott actually gave a fuck. Former Gunner Theo Walcott mm-hmm. gave a shit and tried, mm-hmm. and um, and you
1: know, forgot to cut his toenails. Yeah. Or it could Bare- have been a draw. Barely off sides. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. It, it's it's disappointing. Like I said, there are. All 3 of the secured team, all 3 of the promoted teams are secure. There are going to be 3 very big clubs going down. Now I know Leeds has only been up for a little while. If they're they go historically down again, they're still a massive club. Everton is fucking massive. Leicester won the fucking league for Christ's sake recently, you know? Like just these are big clubs that are going down mm-hmm. and I would start to say that the teams in the championship have been biding their time. And doing it right. And you know what? If you keep fucking off with the money and you're spending it the wrong way and you're just throwing money at the problem and you think that that's going to fix it and you keep firing managers over and over and over again, this is what's going to happen. And I'm looking, I'm looking at you, Leeds. I'm looking at you, Lester. And I'm looking at you, Everton. Sure, money.
2: This is the segment of the show. If you're new to us, where we um, bet on football to better inform you on your bets in football. Mm-hmm. Do the opposite of what we do, and you will win money. Here is the example that shows you the irony um, if you need help with that definition. I am minus 3,600 because we take the first week off of betting. So I'm I'm I've lost every single fucking bet this season. Yes. Every single one. <laughs> every single one. And you know what? For once, I'm gonna just go ahead and take responsibility for it. You blame yourself? My sports direct cup of losers or oversized sports direct mug. Fuck me. <laughs> just
1: absolutely fuck me. Right, it is my fault. Good news is we, we empty in this cup. I'm not going to not remember to empty it Jesus, like last season.
2: It's bad. Yeah. Now, we do some wild and wacky stuff, you know, to be, still be entertaining. We are a podcast. We are mm-hmm. a show. We try to do some stuff. But I genuinely think most of my shit will win. Well, yes. These last few weeks have just been fucking off. <laughs> yeah. And this week, I'm going to fuck it off again. Very good. Uh, but first, we're going to get to my esteemed colleague who is in the lead, I believe. Uh, no, Pat is. Oh, Pat, Pat is, is, is in the I, lead. Okay. I
1: would have been in the lead today if had Newcastle, won, uh, gotcha. Newcastle had just fucking won. If Newcastle had won, I'd have fucking jumped, jumped to being in. like minus 400. It would have been fucking perfect. But no, no, Newcastle fucked me. They didn't help Everton. Nice. They didn't help my bet. They didn't help anybody except for themselves, just like a f- bunch of fucking Geordies. That's what they do, man. Fuck them. <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> uh, I am now down $1,552.
3: Big Sam's lock of the week:
1: sixteen point six 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 seven percent of the time, mm-hmm. it works one hundred percent of the time. Zing, zing, zing. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I wrote uh, Newcastle couldn't help us slash me out because that is exactly what it is, Mister Graham. I'm going to do what I like to call pulling a U. I am going to do a seven-leg parlay. I am not touching the relegation games. I do not want to put any juju or any stank on that. So I'm staying away from Everton, Bournemouth, Leicester, West Ham, and Leeds Tottenham. But I am betting all the others. And I'm just going to give you the winners. I am taking Liverpool, Manchester United, Palace, Newcastle, Man City, Villa, and Arsenal. All to win at plus... $4,240 $4,240
2: What I'll say is that's cute
1: mm-hmm. I know Well you're going to do a lot more aren't you
2: Oh yeah Not good gambling Oh you get ready mm-hmm. It's a lot better Well you know who's probably also not going to have good gambling I n- He never does really does he
1: And now It's time for our degenerate gambling friend Pat's pick of a week
2: Pat my friend How are you doing Hey there, how y'all doing?
1: <laughs> Fabulous!
2: It's Friday. <laughs> hey there, <laughs>
0: hey, what's going on, guys? I'm uh, talking to you in a couple of weeks.
2: Nothing, no. man. How, you all right, you take a couple naps. You good?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good. Yeah, I'm fighting through it. Watching a little hockey.
2: All right, there it's you go. Not very
0: exciting, but it's it's hockey.
2: <laughs> famously one of the most exciting sports that exists
0: well i mean it's Flor- florida carolina and vegas and, and dallas it, it couldn't be more of a, a disinteresting eastern and western conference finals but you know looks like it's going to be florida and vegas in the finals that, that'll probably be the lowest watched Stanley Cup Finals in recent history. Two
4: very well known ice states. Yeah, four exactly. <laughs> very well known yeah. ice states.
0: Yeah,
4: <laughs> yeah. Vegas. yeah,
0: Miami, Florida. <laughs> yeah, Texas. Yeah, and Dallas. the big matters worse, worse. They just showed Kepka at the stand because he's a big Florida Panthers fan. So. oh, that sucks. Yeah.
2: Hey, well, I, you know what? To to wrap that up, since we're not an ice hockey show, or I golf. Uh, or golf. <laughs> I did win ninety six dollars on the uh, PGA final round yesterday. Oh, cool. who did you uh, put your money on, Kepka? I put it on Kepka uh pre-tournament, but I did do a few live round two dollar bets with the old plus twenty five hundred. Both people to put it within twenty feet on their second shot. Uh huh. Hit a couple of those. Nice. It was yeah. Nice. Yeah, one bad. Both people to party. <laughs> that fucking last putt by Kepka that he left a inch short. Oh wow. Was worth fifty-five dollars to me and he left it oh, an inch wow. short. Oh. Annoying. I know. saw. yeah, terrible. Anyway, let's get back to the football. What uh, what sure. happened to you last week, and what's going to happen to you this week? I mean, my safe bet—I can't believe I lost it. You know, but that's <laughs> just the
0: story of the year, right? I mean, so it I happens just a boring safe bet, and yeah, for sure. I didn't even just—it uh, was a two-game parlay, and I lost both of
1: them. So yeah, what what are you down right now? Uh, nine hundred and. $15. Okay. So he's probably yeah. safe unless I hit my miracle. Please. Yeah, not but I'm going to go for ruins, even. So it's not safe.
0: like I'm going to play it safe either. There I'd like we to be. Uh, yeah. No, I'm still putting a four game parlay in, the, the, which would put me up uh, $150 on the season.
2: All right. Let's hear it. What is it?
0: Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I thought that heavy pause was, yeah. Well, it dramatic. I like just that.
2: had to keep it moving.
0: <laughs> gotcha. So I'm gonna take Liverpool over Southampton, Newcastle over Chelsea, Tottenham over Leeds, and Palace over Forest. And I know like you're talking about relegation games and staying away from them, but you know, what's the fun in that? I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take one.
2: All you know? right, good. Just
0: don't And take Chelsea mine. fucked me last week and they'll probably fuck me this week, uh, with
2: beating Newcastle, but you know. They won't. That's not the game they I have won't. to worry about. You know, oh, yeah, well, what's the game I have to worry about? I appreciate it, my friend. Thank you very much. No, you didn't tell me. What's the game I got to worry about?
1: Oh, for your betting? For yours? Uh, yeah, yeah 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 i mean newcastle chelsea who the fuck knows because they're both secure they're where they are on the table be chelsea exactly. liverpool southampton who the fuck knows because well i mean unless unless united doesn't get points on the midweek if united gets points in the midweek it doesn't matter liverpool finishes in fifth no matter what so you get to these end of the season don't worry i picked a bunch of just favorites on mine you just don't know because everybody's already on dubai time man they're already at the fucking beach
0: yeah. Okay. Yeah, I figured that. That's why it's probably a stupid week to pick a parlay. But I was thinking about picking them all for a hundred and saying fuck it. But you know, now I'll I'll play. It. I guess this is playing it safe.
1: Uh, I'm doing game parlay. <laughs> I'm doing seven games. Grams doing all twelve. Listen, you know what, Pat? <laughs> yeah, Pat. I'm gonna Mel. Keep him on
2: the phone. When I'm done reading off my list, you get one fucking sentence. And then Mel's okay. hanging up on you, okay? Because okay. you think you're playing it safe with a four game? I got a twelve game parlay. Here we go, stud. Every motherfucking game left in the season, I'm betting in one go for terrible with $100. money hundred dollars. <laughs> I'm either winning or I'm crashing. Not the fuck good out. gambling because winning for me. If I hit this, I'm at a plus two hundred sixteen thousand eight hundred and thirty four dollars <laughs> so you're goddamn right i put a real american dollar on it mm-hmm. on DraftKings. <laughs> very good because then i'll win two grand all right what do you uh got? and for the show i'm just going to give you winners again uh on um the midweek stuff i've got city beating brighton i've got manchester united then i've got arsenal over wolves starting the weekend uh manchester united newcastle aston villa crystal palace liverpool Manchester City again. Everton beating Bournemouth. Come on. State of the league. Yeah. Uh, and then I've got West Ham over Leicester because Leicester are shite. And then, you know what? I did put one draw. You did? Leeds Tottenham. The big Sam effect. He's going to get a draw, so he'll be absolutely chuffed. And then he'll realize that it didn't save him. Yeah. Very good. That's it. That is my 12-game parlay, like I said. Plus... <laughs> 216,834. Should I win? Terrible with money. I would be a hundred and eighty thousand eight hundred and thirty-four dollars to the good. Very good. Should I win? Okay.
0: Please, everybody gamble legally and responsibly. <laughs> responsibly.
1: <laughs> 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 Fucking brilliant. Another great scene.
4: What a dick. Beautiful. Well done, Patty. That was perfect. Well fucking done. He said deuces I'm out.
1: I was gonna say, you know, it was another great season of him being on the show doing gambling. I look forward to next season, but now I gotta think that over, you know? <laughs> yeah. I will my kidding the, the the kid's fucking gold. He'll be back. He will definitely be back next season. And you know who is actually up and will be is guaranteed to be up?
4: Fucking chicken. Well, Kitty hit with the draw and sits at 19 and 17. Now, Kitty wanted to inform you that another season where she did bet better than both of you.
1: Yep, she did. She always does. Yep.
4: Uh, The chicken always
1: knows. Five for five, better than us every year.
4: So for the final week, I gave Kitty... Aston Villa hosting Brighton. Now, no famous people this time, boys. Kitty simply pulled out a little claret flag that said villainista. She's obviously taking Villa to win and secure European football. I heard too many of
2: those this season, I'll tell you that. Yeah, exactly.
4: Uh, <laughs> I guess I don't have to say it because the degenerate already did. So hopefully everybody is already gambling legally and responsibly.
3: Championship corner! i
4: I'm fallen. And I can get
2: up. Oh, no. It's a good final, isn't it?
1: By the way, you forgot to do that during
2: the show. I didn't show. forget anything. You forgot to pour it for me. I don't have access to the bottle of Malort. You could have asked for it. I'm all right. <laughs> Why would I do that?
1: <laughs> it's a good final, isn't it? It is. It's it is. a really
2: good final. I'm very
1: excited. Coventry hasn't been up since the first year the Premier League was around. And, and Luton, Luton Town has never, never been, been up. up. In the Premier League They've been in the first division Not in the Premier League Yep That's gonna be pretty fucking great And that's That is Saturday All the other matches Play on Sunday 11 for you
2: have no excuse Pay your five bucks Or seven bucks Whatever it is now Get ESPN This is the most expensive Game in football If you're a Manchester City fan You obviously love money Fucking tune into this game Yeah Both clubs stand a chance Of hundreds of millions of pounds Yep it's, it's if you're a Chelsea fan, you love money
1: poorly spent. Championship clubs always poorly spend money. Tune into this game. Yeah, I'll tell you, it's not typically a very good game. It's normally a very no, cagey affair because, but there's both a really large weak, check. they don't want to fuck up, and if, it shows
2: if you frequently spend money responsibly, like Everton Arsenal <laughs> do, then you should probably tune into this game. <laughs> If you should watch, want to watch who else gets one FFP violation with a worse
1: penalty than the biggest fucking club in the world, watch this game. You want to see another team sign 45 new players, watch this game. If you're a
2: fan of capitalism, watch this game. This show is in America. Yeah, there's is, nothing
1: better than this game. This game is fantastic. <laughs> I'm I'm excited as hell. I I got nothing planned, and it, I told I told Mel I was like, yeah, we got Saturday free to do whatever we want, except for 11:45 to 1:30.
2: <laughs> yep, it usually, we are watching. It, it, it very frequently is a shit game, but you do get those instances like uh, Gianfranco Zola's Watford, mm-hmm. where the final. Four minutes, is insanity, insanity, and it's brilliant, and it's a uh, Emmy Martinez save on the line or Manuel Amunya, whoever mm-hmm. it was at the time. Actually, I think it was Manuel Amunya. at the other end, and then a goal at the other end. The it oh, it is glorious. Just watch this game; it is so important uh to the
1: league system. It's why British football is so brilliant watch this game start to get to know the uh next team that's going to be in the prem next year yes cuz it's going to be someone who hasn't been around for a long long and time and it could a be a light. player that's on your team next year mm-hmm. you want to know who's going to be the uh who who's going to be the big goal scorer for your fantasy team that's not going to score any goals you need to watch this game yeah very exactly. Good. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up, boys and girls. Mr. Graham, I know we have some parting words today. Oh, we've got two
2: sets of parting words today, Very actually, good. because I was made aware of what happened in Spain.
1: Okay, what happened in Spain? And the racist
2: abuse to Carlos Vinicius Jr. <clears throat> um in Spain. Uh they he received a lot of racist abuse again this season. He called it out. the players were trying to hold him back from engaging with fans, which they rightly, because he would get banned, Mm -hmm. um, for doing regardless of what the fans did, which I think is bullshit. That is also a theme in the next set of parting words. Mm -hmm. Um, But in every hearing and everything that the Spanish FA do, they kind of essentially pass the buck and almost blame Vinicius Jr. for perpetuating by calling it out. Because it's not real racism, Vinicius. It's racism to to get you to play bad. They don't mean it. They're just saying it so you don't play as well as you do. So we're not just pointing out the supporters it's for undermining being the deep quote out. is it undermines real racism.
1: Oh, fucking hell. Yeah oh that is
2: just the spanish government the spanish fa and the Fuck clubs you, and the opponent players and everybody else it is so regular and rampant in spain apparently that this is just
1: okay and it's fucking not okay here's a question for you because i wasn't familiar with the story until you just brought it up now yeah because this is a legit question was it an opposing fans or was it Madrid fans because they got bounced from the fucking uh, Champions League and they aren't winning a title this year because that runs in line for for Madrid and supposedly, Barcelona supporters? Supposedly,
2: it was opposing fans. The, yeah. the part that I heard was supp- was opposing fans yeah. to Real Madrid yeah good that's not but out it's of the possibility
1: just... for it to be their own fans because they get way butt-sized about those trophies and they're supposed to be given to them every single year like Ancelotti's gonna lose his job because he didn't give him a trophy this year all right ra- I have a question and this this
2: is a very privileged question but mm-hmm. I have a question both of them are bad obviously right which one's worse naive dumb ignorant uneducated stupid run-of-the-mill racism or weaponized targeted fucking I know this is going
1: to be a problem for this guy racism what's worse uh I is would, there a worse I would say the first because a lot of times it's dumb ignorance and you can potentially but that's change that person's mind that. and teach them the second one they know exactly what they're doing and they don't fucking care that they're doing it. Which I would t-
2: I would say more the first. Inherently does that make it worse? <clears throat> because they
1: know what they're doing on purpose? The the this the second one, yeah, I would say so. I would say this I would I would say the pointed directed you know exactly what you're fucking doing is worse. Not that either are good, but I would no, say No, they're both terrible. That's and I worse. I fully recognize the position
2: I'm in and the privilege I have to ask this question. Yeah, that's fair. But it's a You know, if you meet somebody on the street and they're, boo, stupid, Mm n-word, you know, but somebody going, you're a fucking, uh, on purpose, like doing something, you know what I mean? Pointed, weaponized, I'm going to fuck with you racism. Is it worse? Is is. there a worse? It is worse. It it, is worse. It just seems to me that it's terrible. So People uh, could be racist and not change the world. Nazis changed the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's, yeah. I feel like weaponized racism is worse, yeah. in my opinion. Agreed. And this makes it more... Not that it should happen to anybody and not that it's less egregious when it happens to somebody that isn't as talented, but you have one of the poster boys of your league, mm-hmm. one of the poster boys of your team, the most recognizable sports brand in the world, mm-hmm. the most valuable sports brand in the world, and one of your most talented players and not even your own president, your own players, your own. Well, the players are actually starting to stand up for him, but your own fans like nobody's giving a fuck that this is happening to you.
1: Yeah. And when he's not there anymore, you'll just look around at each other and go, why'd he leave? Why'd That's, he go?
2: It, it's so obvious that this is a fucking common old garden problem in Spain that it needs to be addressed all the more seriously.
1: Now, well, uh, the second story: uh, the literal people, literally literally being dicks. Oh yeah, this is this is a fun
2: cunt story mm-hmm. <laughs> because it has a happy ending. Azat Alkmar fancies themselves the West Ham of Holland. Yeah. Problem is, they actually against Nij uh, Nigam or whatever that that team's called. Nijgenm, mm. I think mm. it is. Uh, whatever that is, they actually organized a twenty-on-twenty 20 scrap prior to a game, twenty miles from the stadium in this barren wasteland, much like the penultimate—I'm fi- sorry, the ultimate fight in Green Street Hooligans. Right. Uh, one was dressed in all black, one was dressed in all white, and they went at
1: it. Okay. Okay,
2: that happened. Right. It's a few months fun. ago, West Ham visits the stadium in the Europa League semi-final second leg, leading two-one. Mm-hmm. West Ham wins one 0 and a goal in the second half. And uh, ultras, as they're known throughout mainland Europe, uh, hooligans, as they're known in England, (laughs) Mm -hmm. decided to storm the West Ham section of fans. They got the side of that section that also held the family and friends of players and the hospitality section, Mm -hmm. the dignitaries and the, you know, VIPs, quote-unquote.
1: Somebody that happened to a ticket in that stand mm-hmm. was a guy named Chris Knoll. And allow me, to say, lo- allow me to say the following. What we're about to have happen here is a fine ex- example of fucking around and finding out. <laughs> Please. 100%. <take> <laughs> 100%. We we fancy ourselves ultras. Oh, really? Meat and iron. <laughs> Meet West Ham. Meet two West
2: Ham supporters. Yeah. 40 to 50 to 60. Somewhere in that sort of range. Hooded as that Alkmar fans stormed the stairs of this section of West Ham supporters. Four or five of them were videoing. So we got to see the heroics that happened. Two of them were fighting. One of them was fighting a lot. And he was the one that was fucking Leonidas at the base of the cliffs. <laughs> <laughs> He was the East London Leonidas. Yes. Okay. And he said, this is fucking Ironville and just pummeled (laughs) these cunts right back and forth. Ended up trying to, they were trying to drag one of their guys back and he was trying to pull him back up the stairs to continue pummeling his face. (laughs) And eventually the cops, you know, kind of strolled out in their little cop strut they already started retreating because of these two guys the most famous of which we know i believe he's 53 or 54 Mm -hmm. years old chris knoll father of four electrician season ticket holder at west ham the angel of alkmaar as he's
1: now very (laughs) affectionately known shirt ripped black eye (laughs) <laughs> and still throws up the irons. I am good at the
2: end of the it. Shit out motherfucker of had a pinky ring and his wedding ring on one hand, a pinky ring and a ring on his Spanish wedding ring on the other hand, uh-huh. and was just giving it to him. Recent recipient of a hip transplant. I saw him kick no less than three people in that video. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. But, Azad Alkmar, you're the cunt of the week uh, because. You lost. It happens. Things happen. It's a bad... You know, we all... It suffers. We It all sucks. I lost in a European final to Chelsea mm-hmm. to a goal from a striker that used to play for us. Guess what we didn't do? Target the family and friends of the players. You're cowards. You're cunts. And we don't fucking appreciate it. And I am so grateful that you watched... A Dutch dubbed version of one of the most westernized versions of English hooliganism and you got fucking found out by two people two Mm -hmm. 60 y'all got found out by two Mm -hmm. fucking soft the biggest and best thing that could have happened to your little fucking hooliganism was to find out that you're soft and you are Mm -hmm. so fuck you Mel, no,
1: anything from the uh, gallery? And you know what?
2: Hey, I'm taking a shot on Malort, not for Arsenal's loss. Because we didn't lose. We qualified for the Champions League. You didn't. Guess what? I- I'm taking this shot for you, as that Alkmaar fans. You're terrible fucking
1: loss to two people. Go fuck yourselves all right thanks so much for joining us boys and girls next up is injury time where we're going to review the beers we've been drinking we're going to talk about the weekend's action and check in on our adopted clubs along with looking in on our fantasy scores as well mr graham should somebody want to find injury time how they go about doing it didn't even gag because i'm hard yeah you are hard
2: <laughs> patreon.com forward slash football show uh just sign up to that five dollar tier to get all of our extra content which
1: surprisingly is worse than this I just think you're hard because you were thinking about the Green Street Hooligans again. Until next week, everybody.
3: Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam
4: Houston.
3: Arsenal fans have another Sam. Great day, the fucking gooner Graham. Still the of a Lord. Straight in shorts. Sam Grammy! Sam Graham. Country United. Country United. Hit the fucking new button.